Check. My name is Maverick Matthews, and you are listening to the brand new, believe it or not, Pepper for Your Steak. Now, right now you're listening to me record this poem through the airbook microphone. In other words, I'm just saying this into the computer. I don't have any setup right now because I'm getting all new equipment. Better mics. We're going professional, and I am hiring a co-host. So this is kind of an announcement in a lot of ways. Things are going in a very different direction. I'm, I'm going to try to find a co-host who can pull me out of the things I don't like about me and call me out on them. I think everybody should probably do this. Have that friend who can do that with you. Um, I'm going to try to find a female to do this. And we're going to, I think it's going to be a really cool, fun project. Because basically it's going to turn into me explaining a lot to this person. But that's the whole point. I'm trying to create an encyclopedia here. So that if something were to happen to me, my son would at least know a little bit about who his dad was. Because my dad died when I was 10. And if I had... It it wouldn't matter if he was completely hammered every time. If he literally sat down and drank an entire bottle of Jim Beam and just started spouting, it wouldn't matter to me. It really... I could say anything. When your father's missing, any morsel of content. That's all. So imagine that you put a little effort into it. I like to think... I'm putting some effort in. Who knows? Today, I'm going to read you a poem that I just read to five complete strangers in the hot tub at the Marriott Sand Key in Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> I was in the hot tub with this very strange couple, uh, and there's, and I think that was their son. The guy was like a Bradley Cooper-looking dude, his hair slicked back, good body, way too red and burned. But obviously a guy who's used to being like rich. He was a lawyer, corporate lawyer. His son, also some kind of like technical lawyer, was here for a convention. And the mom. Now these two lawyers, pretty good energy. The son was loving life. The dad was weird douche. The mom worked at the post office. And she's, she just seemed bummed. And all I could think was, you're a crazy high-powered corporate lawyer. Why is your wife working at the post office? Like, there's something going on here that I don't know. Like, is it really that bad at home that she wants to go there instead? And when we were talking in the hot tub, we were doing introductions. Um, I was facilitating introductions, and everyone seemed excited except her. And I said, you know what? Don't put your head down. The best poem ever written in the English language was written by a man working at the post office. I actually don't know if he was at the post office at the time, but Charles Henry Bukowski worked at a post office for about 12 years. He had a route, he did all kinds of different stuff, but 12 years. And he has a book about it, it's called Post Office. And so I said, go read that book. You will identify with this more than anyone and this is the most honest writer in the English language. And I said, can I read you one of his poems? 
And they, you know, I'm pretty sensitive to this kind of stuff. This is weird behavior for a hot tub. You know. But they seemed up for it, and so I read them Bluebird. And I'm going to read it for you now. This is <clears throat> Bluebird by Charles Bukowski. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him. I say, stay in there. I'm not going to let anybody see you. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I pour whiskey on him and inhale cigarette smoke. And the whores and the bartenders and the grocery clerks never know that he's in there. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him. I say, stay down. Do you want to mess me up? Want to screw up the works? Want to blow my book sales in Europe? There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too clever. I only let him out at night sometimes, when everybody's asleep. I say, I know you're in there, so don't be sad. And then I put him back. But he's singing a little in there, and I haven't quite let him die. And we sleep together like that, with our secret pact. And it's nice enough to make a man weep. But I don't weep. Do you?